Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Greetings and a whole meal welcome to Atletico Mints. I hope today finds you in good spirits and with some plausible optimism in your heart. Imagine, if you will, that you are visiting a vintage car museum. The smell of engine oil lingers in the air and you spot a 1960s Hillman Minx, similar to the one your grandfather drove when you were a child. You open up the passenger door and reach inside to stroke the old leather seats that you remember helping your granddad polish all those years ago. Hey, yo! Shut that car door naively! You look with your eyes, not your fucking hands, unless you're an alien, and God knows I've had a few of them through here in my time! It is, of course, my co-host, Mr Andrew Dawson, the spherical one. Oh, Mr. Bulbous, complexion like couscous, he has no features, like one of Spielberg's creatures, so sickly, sickly, multi-titted and prickly, goes to church on Sundays, to nick the vicar's undays. Good evening, Andrew. <laughs> Good evening, Robert. That was nice. Oh, thank you. That's true about the church thing as well. How did you know that? <laughs> it's obvious. So, listen up, you're a bit late for the podcast because you were feeding your nippers, yeah? Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, I, don't know why I, want... I told you that because that's just left me wide open, hasn't it? <laughs> obviously, yeah. firstly, I'd like to know what you fed them spaghetti bolognese, actually. Out of a tin? No, prepared by myself. We want secret family recipe. Do what you put in it, pet mints or just the cheapest mints you can get? <laughs> brown mints. Oh, you get the brown one, do you? Just the brown mints, yeah. And what's your tomatoes. sauce? Ke- what's your oh, tomatoes or tomato ketchup? Tomatoes, yeah, and a bit of ketchup instead of um, <laughs> instead of puree. Uh, yeah. uh, a bit of uh, uh, bisto gravy. And do they get a pudding or could, are they just like, like a sugar lump or something? Yeah, basically that's it, yeah. Come on, did they get a pudding? No, there was no pudding. No, that's nice for them, isn't it? Well, <laughs> I had to come and do this, didn't I? Hey, you know, I asked you about the uh, the eyebrow situation. Yeah, I did ask you What's about the that. situation with nasal hair and ear hair? Well, it uh, keeps, keeps on coming, gets tougher. Right. Um, yeah, unusual long ones right at the top of your earlobe that it's easy to miss. You right. need to stand with the light behind you. <laughs> to do a full trimming. I've just, funny enough, I've just done, man. I'm I'm off fishing. Right. So um, I want it to look neat and tidy. So how often do you do this? And daily? No, Twice about daily? once a week. Once a right. week for the for the um, ears. Oh, I do yeah. it every day on my nose. I just pull them out with my fingers, don't you? No, I've got a machine. 
you've got a machine. Yeah. Yeah. And what's it what's it called? It's the nose hair machine. God, it's got a little is... attachment and you stick it up your nose and you, it makes a noise and it gets hot. And oh. I think it burns the hairs off. I like this new gadget, like, because it makes a noise. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Andrew, um, I wonder what? if you uh, um, are interested. Uh, Steve and Casper, right? Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, there'd be um, Steve McLaren and this snake Casper have been spending a lot of home time at home together, you know, watching Poirot, Midsummer Murders, mm-hmm. making up fun songs about laughter and cuddly dreams and that. Yeah. But, of course... Andrew, like many other couples in isolation, there have been fallouts. Right. So I phoned up Wolf, right, at Infinity Rocket Plastics right. and asked him how I could spy on Steve in his home, yeah? Yeah. So I recorded the phone call. So <laughs> I had, so it's like beep, 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 beep. And then he, he, Wolf answered. Infinity Rocket Plastics? Wolf speaking? Spyware? Malware? I don't care. I'll infect the browser anywhere. All right, Wolf, how's it going? Ow! Ow! All right, the bobster smashing, not problems. <laughs> Love in the bits. How can I help? Well, uh, Wolf, I need to get like a visual audio link into Steve McLaren's house. You know, I wondered if you could sort it. Like, <laughs> hey, have you tried the new kill zone on the PlayStation? I've no idea what you're on about, Wolf. It's a it's a computer game, I presume. Yeah. <laughs> A game? A game? How dare you? What, like noughts and crosses or skittles? <laughs> you can shoot lasses with skirts on in Killzone. You can't do that in cribbage, can you? Well, yeah, I suppose not, but like shooting lasses with the skirts on isn't something I'm after doing, really. Oh, I get you. I know where you're coming from. <laughs> Good lad. You want to shoot them where the stalkers, yeah? <laughs> Lovely stuff. No, no, Wolf, I don't want to shoot anyone like fully dressed or otherwise. <laughs> what about if we were in a cage? <laughs> What's not the like about that, Senor Mortimer? Look, uh, have you got any games like where you don't shoot anyone? Oh, oh, of course, yeah. Some games are knife the lasses, and sometimes I gas them up with a chemical grenade. <laughs> Fucking awesome. So, uh, all right, Wolf, Wolf, what do you reckon about Miss Steve McLaren then? Ah, no problem. Just give me an address and I'll crab onto his wireless network. Easy as just like shooting lasses in a barrel. Cheers, Wolf. Oh, So, uh, Wolf set me up for audio-visual, and first yeah. day it was active was pretty interesting, Andy, okay. right? So, Stephen Casper, his snake, was sat together on the sofa watching Poirot mm. on the smart TV and sharing a fun and laughter chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Steve says, You know, Casper, we are so lucky to have each other in these difficult times. Truth is, these last few months have been some of the happiest in my life. Just you and me together in our cuddle buddle. Casper gave Steve a slightly, like, forced smile. Casper, what's your favourite thing that we've done together during the nasty times? No, hold on, let me guess. Was it when we made the candy floss clouds and used them as pillows for our rom-com afternoon? Casper shakes his head again. Oh, was it when we slid down the stairs on the big tea tray with our Midsummer Murders T-shirts on? Casper shakes his head. Oh, was it when I wore my rainbow and unicorn onesie and we did the daft dance around the nougat display in the kitchen? 
Casper shakes his head. Oh, Casper, it's so hard to do guessy guessy with you. You're such a tiddly on pom pom twister. Come on, give us a clue. And Casper slid off the sofa, opened the little drinks cabinet, slid his head into a carafe of Disarano and starts <laughs> lapping up the contents. Oh, I've got it. I've got it, Casper. It's when you got drunk and had a little Tommy Todd on the Cluedo board. Casper nods his head in agreement and then gets stuck back into his Disarano. Oh, just at that moment, there's a knock on the door, right? Steve answers, and there is stood Marcus Bielsa uh, holding his daft blue bucket. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he- hello there. Are you collecting money for children who've lost their cuddles and laughter buttons? <laughs> Hold on. Oh, it's you, Mr Bielsa, isn't it? The man who thinks all the time. Come in, we're watching Poirot. <laughs> or maybe you would like to sing a song with me and Casper about buttercups and fairy grottos. <laughs> Bielsa strides straight, straight into the front room, plonks his blue bucket down and turns the telly over to a documentary about potatoes. Excuse me, Mr Bielsa, but me and Casper were watching Poirot. Can you turn it back over, please? <laughs> potatoes Ah. Life. No, I'm sorry, Mr. Bielsa. Either turn it off the potatoes and we'll have a nice chat, or turn it back to Poirot, thanking you very nicely and saying, let's just nip this in the bud. I am El Loco, the thinker. I am one of the legendary foreign cryptics. Watching all as I think about potatoes. <laughs> Don't be daft, Apeth. Come on, give me that remote and stop being a fanny. Steve walks over and grabs the remote, but Bielsa won't let go. Give me the blanca. This is a, my very nice house, not your very nice house. Bielsa stands up and growls <laughs> and they grapple for the remote, but Bielsa is as strong as a scrap dealer resisting arrest. Casper, do something. It's an 18 certificate home invasion situation for Tuppence's sake. Casper wraps his tail around a full bottle of Buckfast and whips it full stomp at Bielsa's head. It connects with his temple and Bielsa falls to the ground like a scrap dealer who's been hit on the head by a camshaft dropping off the magnetic crane. Ha ha! Think about that, El Loco! Oh, Casper, thank you. You're my little tumbler of freshly squeezed happiness and laughter. Shall we dance around the daft blue bucket and sing some Super Champ? Casper smiles and they sing and dance with so much joy and intensity it's as as if every monkey in the world has just shat a banana dream boat you're just a little dream boat but can you put your hands in the air oh no of course not you haven't got any Steve collapses (laughs) onto the sofa in a fit of giggles and Casper takes another swig of Disarano that's where the the, um, (laughs) <laughs> the malware packed in and the interesting isn't it I think you got enough didn't you yeah not bad very interesting have you got a quiz to do because I've got one if you haven't I'll take your quiz thank you I'm afraid it's the old fashioned style quiz that we used to do it's just simply called honk pop eyes oh yeah, yeah. boing pipe quack peanuts feathers Give me just, just a little, little more time, 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 boing, honk. 
It's a longie. Robert, yep. craft supplies. Craft supplies, okay. Craft supplies, because a lot of yep. people are doing arts and crafts these days, aren't they, instead of going out. Uh, three things from the local craft supply uh, online emporium. Okay. Again, pr- price order, top to bottom, bottom to top, anywhere you want to do it. Okay. A packet of 108 googly eyes. Right. 60 assorted colour pipe cleaners. Five yeah. grams of yellow craft feathers. Googly eyes, pipe cleaners, craft feathers. Feathers most expensive. Mm-hmm. Then the googly eyes, then the pipe cleaners. You've got that completely wrong. Fuck. Completely wrong. 60 assorted coloured pipe cleaners, £3. 108 googly eyes, £2.50. Five gram of yellow craft feathers. That's just £1.70, Bob. That's just the way it goes. Uh, you're not pleased, like, are you? I'm over the moon. <laughs> the, um, oh, I thought like the feathers would be more difficult to source, you know. Do you know Five what I mean? grams. I don't know if they're real feathers, though. You know, they might be, like, uh, genetically modified feathers or something like that. Yeah. Like vegan feathers. I wanted to sing a song for you. I've updated a song for you, Andrew. Oh, have you? All right. Yeah. Which one is it, then? Um, it's, it's Come to Sunderland. Oh, great. Okay. Come to Sunderland. It's so much more than a shithole. Buy an electric fag. Collect dog dirt in your Tesco bag. Come to Sunderland. Watch the fighting at the retail park. Buy a leg of lamb. The two for one from the knockoff van. Race your moped round the housing estate. Hang a Johnny on the Vicar's Gate. <laughs> Buy a tracksuit and some KFC. Use the bucket to collect your fleas. Oh, mate, have you got any rittling for me kids? They've started fighting each other. They can't stem the floor. Come to Sunderland. Get a coconut haircut. <laughs> have a date on the tip. Buy some bacon for your Alsatian. Come to Sunderland Have a dump on the ring road Set fire to a tyre Lick the fat lads when they perspire Chicken gravy and a packet of chips A pint of blue drink and some Aldi crab sticks Go to school and beat the teacher up Don't call a plumber, just piss in a cup Listen, love, I don't want... What's, what's fucking Emmerdale? I've no real affinity to the agricultural world. I think I'll pop out the backyard and have a good tug on the vape. I'll try and cover the Todd Mountain with the paddling pool. The, oh, fucking hell. Find the last... Oh, fucked up. Oh. Did you like that? Have oh, you got any plans to visit Sunderland in the near future, Bob? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, well, it's a I friendly just, rivalry, isn't it? I, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, welcome along to the first episode of my new podcast, Stuff and That. Each week I get together with a celebrity guest who I vaguely know and we talk about stuff and that. My guest today is Bob Mulver. Thanks for joining me, Bob Mulver. Hello, Tom. Nice to see you. <laughs> Let's talk about stuff and that. First of all, onion rings. Are they an acceptable alternative to squid rings or even a superior option? What do you think, Bob Mulver? Um, uh, well, um... I think they're much better than squid rings, Tom. You Good question. You onion rings to squid rings. Yeah, do definitely, yeah. Yeah, I'm on the fence myself. I'm not sure. I've got a good opinion about it. Let's move on. Next, Louis Farouk. Are his shows still worth watching? I don't know. <laughs> what do you think, Bob <laughs> It's a good question. I mean, I have watched a few of them over this last few weeks, but I have tended towards the older ones. Yeah. Um, well, you know. I used to like it when they were funny. But these days it seems to be more and more about murderers and people who enjoy putting everyday objects up their bum holes. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I'll never forget that one with the bloke in Thailand, Dom. You know, the one who was arranging the marriages. Oh, yeah, that was good. That was funny, wasn't it? No one was putting anything up their bum holes in that one. No, that was good. Anyway, we'll move on to another subject. Tattoos. Are they a genuine art form or are they just a bit childish? Well, I'm on the childish side of things, really. Have you got one? No, I ain't got one, no. Has your wife got one? No. Okay, we'll move on from that. Then. I mean, my I'm son's a... got one. All right. I'm not really interested in that. That was not on my <laughs> list of questions. Um, okay. I'm on the fence, personally. I don't mind either way. Finally, revenge. Is it a dish best served cold, Mumbuma? What do you think? Oh, I've never understood that saying, Dom. What does it mean? Well, I'll tell you, because my first boss, I used to work in a car showroom, right? My first boss was very mean to me, and it really knocked my confidence. And quite often I sit up at night thinking about going round his house and pissing in his petrol tank. I've never done it, but I think about it a lot. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you think I should? What, pissing his petrol tank? Yeah. No, I think you should just let it go, Dom. Yeah, I can't get past it. Yeah, it's eating you up, in it? I can see. Right. Well, that's it from uh, stuff got- that with me, Dominic Littlewood. Hopefully there'll be another celebrity on next week. <laughs> Thanks, Dom. Bye-bye. Thanks for having us. Andrew, I, I were really lucky um, in during lockdown and that because I got mm. hold of Infinity Rocket uh, pra- Plastics again. Uh, it was right. Conker from there got it for me. Got yeah. me an MP3 of Sean Dyche. Um, all right, okay. He sent to all his players with uh, advice about coping with the virus and that, yeah? Yeah. Pretty good all stuff. Right. Makes a lot of sense, actually. All right, are you going to play um, that now for us? I, yeah, I'll do that now for you. The virus is a hoax. The government is a joke. 
The only thing that'll make you ill is eating pork not properly grilled. The best advice that I can give is wash your hands in a sink of piss. Morning wine is best. If there's floating lumps, simp it through your vest. If you get infected, diet is the fix. Eat pie and chips with donner meat and a melted two-bar Twix. Tofu and seeds will make it worse. Likewise, muesli, it's a fucking curse. <laughs> if you wear a mask, I'll send you home. If you use a sanitizer, I'll despise you. I'm all a doctor you will need. A kick up the arse and a sassy of speed. And remember... Boulders, tarmac, drainage, pie, road noise, shit, and that's the Burnley way. And that's his advice. <laughs> Very good. Um, it's not really working out for them, is it? <laughs> so far, no, Burnley. not at the moment. Not at the moment, no. no. How's your team doing? I haven't been paying attention to the championship yet. What's your score? Couple of draws. Couple of draws. Standard. Yeah. Standard, you know. Manager had the COVID for a while. He's COVIDed up, yeah. Has he he got over that now? Seems so. That's what they're saying. Well, he seems like the sort of fella that would fight it off, Warnock. What with his, without, of course, he's the opposite of you when it comes to eyebrows. His have grown inwards so far, they've disappeared, haven't they? Disappeared completely, I know. Something to think about, isn't it? Oh, Andy, we're um, mm-hmm. now um, joined by Paul Scholes um, again, who's on a uh, on a Zoom oh, call. Hi. So, um, hiya, Paul. Hello, Paul Scholes. Are you? Hello, Paul. Um, there's been a lot of debate over VAR and the new handball rule over the weekend. So, what's your take on it? Oh, uh, it's a joke. How do we know, right? These VAR decisions are even being made by humans. You've got to ask yourself who's behind it all. Paul Scholes reckons there's an invisible algorithm controlling football these days and it's been created by the faceless Illuminati. Yeah, it's match officials, Paul, at Stockley Park. I've actually seen the footage of it. Ah, uh, bollocks, mate. You know what happens when you Google Stockley Park? Note. Not that I actually use Google because all your data gets passed on to Amazon, NASA and PC World. All right, so what do you use instead of Google? Paul Scholes uses his mind and his rights as a free man of the land. Yeah, I'm a bit confused now, Paul. Another thing, right, answer me this. How come? How come it's impossible to fart when you're in an electric car? (laughs) I don't think that's true, is it, Paul? No, it is, right? Gary Neville's got one. I've been in it and I've tried three or four times. Can't be done. What's going on there? Well, have you you ever tried in a hybrid? No, I've never tried farting in a hybrid. Listen, mate, do you drink tap water? Yes, I do, usually, yeah. (laughs) Sheep! You might as well dig a hole in your garden and bury yourself in it, because you're already dead. Look, only thing I drink is rainwater mixed with a drop of my own blood to neutralise the acid in it. Yeah, this all sounds very unlikely, Paul, to be honest. Yeah, 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 you would say that. I'll tell you who's behind it all, though, right? It's that Infinity Rocket Plastics Company. Nah, no way, Paul. They're a good, they're a good company there. No, listen, I was watching a show about them on YouTube, Safnu, right? And they're involved in loads of behind-the-scenes stuff with Russia... And, uh, oh shit! Oh no! Oh, we've lost Paul. Andy, oh, I think connection connection dropped or something. That sounded quite interesting. Some of that he was about to say there about Infinity Rock Plastics. You reckon? No, I'd I like think no more. I, I'd rather not. I'd rather weren't looked into. To be honest with you, Andy, maybe maybe you can drop that from the uh, the podcast when you put it out. Well, I don't know. I think the people need to know. 
Gangs of the EPL. <laughs> Well, Spurs documentary's just finished, but my good mate mm. Wolf at, at the Rocket Plastics is acting to the camera in the players' canteen. <laughs> so I've right. got some new yeah. footage. It's quite powerful, Andy. So I'll play I it, shall so. I? The yes, footage please. starts with Debbie Alley joining Harry um, Winksy, uh, Hugo Laris, and uh, Dyer, Eric Dyer at the table. Harry's the mm-hmm. first one to speak. Right, listen up, guys, and listen very carefully. I don't mind informing you that I am in a right fluffery buffery. I've just come from the gaffer's office where he watches his telly and he's told me something that is both upsetting, worrisome and highly disconcerting. Debbie speaks. Come on, Harry, spill the beans. How exciting! Excuse me, Debbie, it's not exciting at all. Did you not hear me say that it's fluffing my buffers and caused me disquiet? Now is not the time for a frippery and jest. Hugo Laris pipes up. Oh, come on, Harry, you're teasing us like a beautiful mademoiselle bending down low in a deep-cut blouse. <laughs> Winksy. Madam's not well. Is that your wife, Hugo? Has she got the virals? Look what you've started now, Yogo. Winksy has held on to the wrong end of the stick and he's using it to stir up befuddlement and confusion. I expect better behaviour from my vice-captain. You should be a voice of reason instead of throwing low-cut ladies' blouses on the table. I was just trying to move things on to contribute to, uh, you know, to the tension. Well, you didn't, and now I'm beginning to feel frustrated and resentful, which I hate... My shirt, says Debbie, is actually unisex if that helps things or contributes to achieving progress. No, it doesn't, Debbie, thank you. But that was a very nice use of the word contributes. Debbie, thank you, boss. Eric. (laughs) Creep. What did you say, Eric? No, don't even tell me. I haven't got the time. Now, please can I inform you of what the gaffer said? Uh, excuse me, I, I'm actually uh, upset and resentful myself now, boss. Oh, Christ, they're a fun kite. What is it, Hugo? <laughs> well, you just congratulated Debbie on his use of the word contribute. But when I used the word just seconds before, I got nothing. What's that even about? That's not true, Hugo. You said contribute and Debbie said contributes. You know fine well that Debbie is trying to learn his plurals, so I'm trying to encourage him. Who do you think I am, Boots McCruel? I don't think so. Right, so the gaffer has just informed me that... Winksy interrupts. Does Debbie have to put his blouse on the table? Just I heard some mention of that being a thing earlier. Right, that's it, forget it. I'm not telling you now. You can all read about it in the national press and online when the story breaks. (laughs) I... Didn't do anything, says Eric. Yes, you did. You called Debbie a creep, which is very disrespectful. We all know he's a bit creepy, but he's trying very hard to mend his ways. Debbie, word. They sit in silence for a while, eating (laughs) Winksy's foam shrimps, right? Then Debbie begins to cry. The gaffer's going to sell me to West Ham or Leicester, isn't he? Do you feel me? Yeah, if the chairman can squeeze them for a dud. But that's not the news that he told me. It's far more worse than that. This is bad news with a block of cheddar on top and a horse brass round its shoulders. 
What could be worse than me being sold? Shit, what if it's Southampton? You go, Laris. <laughs> I tell you what would be worse. A beautiful woman in your arms, but her breath smells of horse vapours. That would be worse. It's worst thing of any, all of every, anything. Listen, Gareth Bale is coming to Tottenham. Debbie. Oh, that's it. I'm out of me ass. then shit. What if it's Burnley? Winksy. Don't worry, Debbie. I'll come to West Brom with you. I must be next on the heave machine, innit? <laughs> Debbie. West Brom. Harry, you have got to do something. You have got to save us. And I will do that. It's simple. Listen to my words and listen to them with great attention to detail and the meaning of them. <laughs> Don't pass to bail. Have you got it? <laughs> if so, repeat it. And they all say, Don't pass to bail. <laughs> Eric, Don Caster fail. <laughs> Harry, we can. Harry gives this final motivational line. <laughs> We're going to fucking do this. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, on the plus side, says Hugo, he's very beautiful. Almost ladylike from behind. <laughs> Gangs of EPL, Andy. Oh, there you go. Oh, I hope Debbie Ali manages to get his plurals right. Because <laughs> he's been working hard, hasn't he? What happens if he goes? What's going to happen to the gang? I know. Well, well, Debbie Ali, can you imagine it? Well, I it's mean, bad, isn't it? it's like, it's. I mean, Marino did spot him as a bit of a... Maybe, what would you say he was? He didn't see... You know, when he said it in that... He said, Eric Dyer's a warrior. Sissoko's yeah. a warrior. You could sense yeah. like that maybe Debbie isn't like a warrior. Not a warrior. A warrior. A yeah, and he is now. Don't like fan- he doesn't fancy going to Burnley, God. does he? We've had um, a request from one of our Club Parsnip subscribers from Mark Lawrence that they were top ten. All right. Uh, and they've asked for the top... I, f- I forgot the name of the person who asked, actually. I'm really sorry about that, but they wanted Mark to do uh, his top 10 dance crazes. Oh, did he so, do that for uh, you? He, he, he did, yeah. He's nice an MP3 one. that he sent over, yeah. I'm Mark Lawrence, and these are my top 10 dance crazes. Number 10, the grizzly bear. Number 9, the monster mash. Number 8, the time warp. Number 7, the Edward Bennett. Because that was banned in 1956. Number six, the Lambeth Walk. Number five, the Tootsie Fruity. Number four, the Currency Exchange. Number three, the Labour Exchange. Number two, the Diddle Me Tuesday. And my number one favourite dance craze, which me and Barbara like to partake upon on our parquet flooring, the nose hair situation. Thank you very much. There we are. Did he get the idea a bit wrong? Were there dances? They're all dances, yeah, you can Google them all. You're kidding They're me up. Them. No, they are, all of them. Oh, well, he's, yeah. he's quite an expert then, he? Maybe we'll see him on Strictly. He's a... Uh, I miss him on telly. A well, uh, well-educated man, isn't he? Yeah. My favourite yeah. pun new of the newer pundits for the season is I like Micah Richards. Oh, I love Micah Richards. Good, he's isn't He's brilliant, it? isn't he? Yeah, he's really good. He speaks from the heart. Speaks from the heart. I like and that's all, yeah. all you can ask of people, um, isn't it? Who, who else is good? Uh, I like Clinton Morrison. He's good as well. I've can't, I haven't spotted him. I'm spotted he's him. He's doing bits all over the place as well. He's good, yeah. 
anything you've been watching on the telly you want to recommend? Oh, let me think. Um, I watched the uh, a lovely series on um, Netflix, which is the the Australian version of the Undateables. I think it's called right. Autism. Oh, it's dead easy to spot. Really, really, really heartwarming. You know. I've been watching uh, the movies on Sky Documentaries, which is like the history of the movies. Yeah. And it makes you makes you realise how great movies are. Yeah, you like <laughs> I like that. I like that series. And I watched, um, I finally got around to watching The Last Dance, which was the thing about, um, I forgot the name of the player now. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls. Yeah. And what else? I started watching Better Call Saul. Oh, I hope you enjoy it. Upon your recommendation, I'm about on series three, I think. Oh, it's but, good, yeah. isn't it? It's, it's really good, yeah. You're enjoying it? I'm loving it, yeah. What do you think of his brother? Well, I like him in Spinal Tap. <laughs> That's all you said. Thank you, Andrew. That's Andrew. all I've got to say. And yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening, everyone. See you next time. Thank you, everybody. Bye-bye. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com.